You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Bill Michaels' show is on the air, and I know it's something that some are tired of hearing about, but it is the topic, and I'm sure it's going to be the topic for quite some time. Um, Today, the Big Ten tournament has been canceled. The SEC, the American, uh, other Big 12 have all been canceled. Coronavirus is the topic du jour. And I have a feeling it's going to be more than the du jour. It's going to be for quite some time. The NBA, uh, according to Bleacher Report, now looking into resuming the season in April. But whether or not they actually go right into the postseason or they then go uh, to the remainder of the season and then extend the season through July, we will wait and see. But uh, they are making decisions. Um, Nothing out of Major League Baseball as of right now. It's steady as she goes for uh, the NHL. Uh, golf has now said that uh, they will not have fans at the Players' Championship. Uh, the Par 3 challenges and stuff pretty much going to be eliminated. And now the Masters is talking about either limiting or eliminating altogether uh, fans and spectators on the grounds as well. So many different things breaking as we speak regarding the world of sports. Uh, one thing that still will happen, for those of you in the state of Wisconsin, you can breathe a little easy. I am going to make my visit to Wausau. I'm going to be heading up there tonight. I'll be up there tonight. I'll be there tomorrow. We're going to do a small get-together over at uh, Bunkers, uh, a tribute golf course, uh, kind of a Q&A. Uh, we're encouraging everybody to come out, but again, do your due diligence when it comes to being sanitary and bring your Purell and everything else with you if you need to. And uh, then again, uh, the RV show on Saturday, but I'm looking forward to that and seeing a lot of people. We'll do elbow bumps and all that kind of stuff. I I understand that's kind of the way to go about it now. Joining us here in studio from CBS 58, uh, I don't even know if we can say sports director anymore. It's just uh, now director of something because we don't have sports to talk about. And that is our buddy Kevin Holden. How you been? Uh, It's it's been an interesting time. Uh, You know, we're sort of unprecedented, right? We've had crisis moments in our careers, you and I. Uh, where where what you do is changed, and we're definitely in that in that mindset. This is March. This is this is the time when I should be talking about four seeds and five seeds. Right. And is Marquette in Dayton? Is Marquette in as a ten, a nine, whatever? And I mean, that's the literally the last thing anybody's thinking about right now. But uh, but we you know we we move on. Right. That's what we have well, to do. I mean, the Big Ten canceling their tournament, which means the automatic bid goes to the Wisconsin Badgers. Right. So if you're a Badger fan, you're giddy. Marquette was hoping to kind of bump their seed up and figure out where they are bubble watch wise and i mean they're in but you know i mean at least you don't have any of the mid-majors suddenly with upsets and then you got to figure things out and pretty much everybody that won their league is in and a lot of the people that didn't uh now have to wait and see what uh, they're going to bring on selection sunday but it it is a very i had equated this and, and people get on me for it i'm not saying it's a terrorist attack 
But when 9-11 happened, people were staying home. You were told non-essential personnel, stay at home, be vigilant, you know. We're saying the same thing, just in a different way. Uh, I was driving in today. I was mentioning uh, it in the first hour of the program. There was nowhere near the same amount of traffic. that I, I, mean, I was driving down Blue Mound Road today over where I live. That's a main thoroughfare. There weren't many cars out at all at 8 this morning. And normally at 8 a.m., it's packed with cars heading to the highway and people heading to work and into Milwaukee. And there was nothing. It was it was like driving around on a Sunday morning early. You know, when I go to the gym at 6 a.m. and I got nothing to do, you know, <laughs> it was one of those kind of mornings. So it's just got a different feel to it right right now. And I'd said earlier when Steve Kyler joined us, when the announcement was made by the NBA last night, that was like throwing a giant rock in a pond and suddenly the ripples began really affecting people, I think, more so than anything. Yeah, Rudy Gobert is the is sort of the, the beginning of where this went from something that that was out there to something that's here. Right. It was something where a, a, a country halfway across the world is quarantined, and that's a huge issue, but it isn't affecting you in your moment in your house. Right. But when Rudy Gobert gets it, and then, then the NBA begins to cancel, begins to suspend their season, uh, that's now it hits home, and now your life... Uh, as a as a sports fan, is affected your life. Tonight's idea of watching Buck Celtics isn't going to happen. Right, Marquette. Who knows what's going to happen with the Badgers? Were supposed to play tomorrow, right? Right. I think I said today, but the Badgers were supposed yeah. to play tomorrow. But nevertheless, I mean, everything that you had planned as a sports fan, now you're kind of throwing your hands out, going, you know, not what do you do? I mean, who cares? Right. You know, in the grand scheme of things. Right. But it is something that now people are looking for other things. The Admirals are still, as far as we know, are still going to be playing uh, this weekend. Yeah. They still have the concert with REO Speedwagon coming up this weekend. I, they've already stated they're going to do their due diligence when it comes to sanitization. Uh, that's coming up this weekend. So, I mean, I'm scheduled to be there. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to that. I'm meeting my son for dinner. We're still going to dinner. We're still going out. But you just be aware of your surroundings. You know, wipe everything down. WIAA is continuing with their state championships. Right? And there's a little self-promotion in there because those games are on WMLW. But that's... I'm glad that there are some things happening. You don't want to put anything at risk, but there's some parts of life that you want to remain normal. And, and, and it's interesting because your role and my role and a lot of our roles have a little bit to do with that, which is there's a lot of things missing in life. But if, if people can tune in and they can hear you right. the way they would normally hear you, then I think that's a, there's a reassurance to that. So we have this, this role that's very different now where – we uh, we're, we're sort of the thing that continues when when things don't continue, right? And I, I think there's there's a little bit of reassurance in that. I mean, our job, as you as you mentioned, we talked about this a bit uh, before the the segment. We we inform right now more than we entertain because we're it's a little more news than it is yeah. sports. We're not we're not talking about you know defensive breakdowns and things right. like now, that. Now, when you were in college and you were gunning into this business, were you doing it for sports or were you doing it for news and journalism in general? Well, my my degree is broadcast journalism, so my training was news. Okay. Uh, and and I actually have been a news reporter at my first job there was a, a summer where our station had kind of a crisis situation. They lost a couple people and they had to have an, another news reporter. So I yeah. actually I've spent a little bit of time as a news reporter. I, I did the same. Uh, I did some TV work. I did some regional stuff at CNN at the time and, and some local stuff when I was uh, back in Cincinnati and uh, for a television station there. Uh, but I remember um, when I was working here in Wisconsin when I got here and 9-11 had happened and we went from sports to every all, de- all hands on deck. And you were news. 
and you were gathering and you were like a traffic cop behind the board. You're directing where you're going to go, what reporter you're going to talk to. You know, you went to, from being uh, a sports talk show host to suddenly you're directing like an anchor on a, on a news set right. uh, for all the different breaking things that were coming in. And this is kind of that same feel for us because it's not we're not talking about batting averages and ERAs and rotations and, you know, matchups. Now we're talking about real life stuff. I mean, we're sitting here talking before we went on the air about your features now. If you don't have sports to to put up on the screen, short of all the cancellations, what are you doing? Now the features become going inside the Pfizer form. How are they taking care of the staff? What are the suites like? How are they sterilizing the food? You know, I mean, all that kind of stuff. Fans, are fans afraid? Are fans scared? Are fans staying away? Or are they itching to get back to a, a world of normalcy? There's a lot of things that are flowing around us right now that we kind of got to meander those waters right now because it's just going to be all over the place. Yeah, you, you're, your role is different. Your responsibility is different. And it puts some perspective on some things, too. I mean, this is, you know, we we get fired up about a lot of stuff in life. Right, right. And uh, sometimes you have a moment like this that makes you realize that some of the things that I get fired up and about maybe aren't as big a deal as I thought they I were. I was talking to a friend of mine on the way in today, and we were talking, uh, she uh, had said that, she uh, did not. She had pre-ordered her coffee at Starbucks, and they had the order screwed up. And then I was talking about uh, how I had gone. I've been doing some furniture shopping, and I'd gone into one of the local furniture stores, and the guy there had wrote it up wrong, and I got the wrong delivery. I had to take it back. And we're sitting here talking about all this stuff, and we just we got such uppity middle-income problems, you know, when the world's dealing with all of this other stuff and third-world countries have people dying because of the coronavirus, and we're upset about getting the wrong coffee table and coffee at Starbucks, and, you know, I mean, all of our... So when you talk about perspective, you're absolutely right. Yeah. No doubt about it. And it's and it's these moments, and, and if, you, if you hang around long enough in this business, this business is a front-row seat to life, so you will... That's it. You will see things. You will see the impact of 9-11. You can't just shut it out. Right. When the, when the shooting happened at the brewery a couple weeks ago, right, right. you can't shut that out. If, you're, if you are in, in our line of work, and, and I, you know, I, I don't like using, especially right now, that term, the media, but if you are in, working for a medium, you can't just shut it out. There, there's a part of your life that has to go on. You have to right. deal with it. And uh, it's, yeah, it's been, it's been a lot this year yeah uh, just just uh you know it was it, there was a time when when kobe's death was was far and away the biggest thing that's happened in 2020 and now it, at least if you're talking milwaukee we've had yeah the shooting and now this uh this coronavirus thing and this is i mean it's a different world yeah it's uh, it definitely is we're talking with kevin holden from cbs 58 the sports director over there joining us here in studio we're going to step away take a quick break come back we do have to talk a little bit about sports we have both been down to arizona in spring training we'll discuss that obviously the badgers the bucks all that kind of good stuff this portion of the program being brought to you by our friends at new Mail medical treating guys with ed all over wisconsin call the medical experts over there 414-455-4451 414-455-4451. They can help you out. A 98% success rate. Don't forget, if you're uh, slowing down, low energy, low mental clarity, uh, just a goofy mood, your stamina's gone. Just Maybe it's low T. Maybe it's just a treatment. So uh, go in and call them. 414-455-4451 in Milwaukee and Green Bay. They have one uh, location down in uh, Illinois as well. Just call. Then there's the All-in-One Weight Loss Program. T-shirt season is going to get here quicker than you think, and you might as well start shedding a few pounds right now. And yes, it works, and it's easy. It's it's really, really easy. All you have to do is call 414-455-4451. 
651-289-3551. That's the New Mail Medical Center. More th- Yes, Joe. Uh, John Heyman. Hearing from folks in the Grapefruit League that spring training is expected to be suspended here. Okay. We're uh, going to talk about that when we come back. Two weeks away from opening day at the moment. We're going to find out uh, if that is actually going to happen. I would assume later today, Major League Baseball will then also make an announcement. Seeing John Heyman's uh, tweet just come across the wire as well. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. at Pizza Del Rey in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. I want to remind you that, hey, hey, they're wiping everything down each and every day. Come on out. Still enjoy yourself. Gather with friends and family. Do a little pizza. Grab some of that Mike Clemens-approved pudding. Good stuff <laughs> over at Pizza Del Rey in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Also, uh, if you are looking for something to be reupholstered, if you're looking for a boat cover, if you're looking for a, a company awning out front, something to that effect, our great buddy Dwayne at Dwayne's Cover It All, who I'm actually going to see tomorrow night. Uh, go to D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne's Cover It All.com. That's Dwayne's Cover It All.com, Wisconsin's best canvas and upholstery and boat cover provider. They've got it all going on up there. And if you want to go, just kind of enjoy some friends and get out for an evening. Uh, speaking of great food, our friends at Stenny's, they keep saying you should be here. They run shuttles to all the games when there's games and concerts and such as well, but they're cleaning up their act as well, and everybody's making sure you are safe. Stop on down to Stenny's. Tell them we said hi. And let's be honest, a Stenny bomb will pretty much cure anything. So, you're good to go. Just go, stop down and tell Ryan and JoJo and everybody we said hi and LJ, and uh, we'll be down there real soon also. Sitting in studio with uh, Kevin Holden from CBS 58. Here in Milwaukee. So uh, you and I were both out at spring training. You were actually there. You landed, what, like the day that I was leaving, right? <laughs> yeah, we I missed. Think. I think we might have been well, passing by in the airport terminal. I think it was you that clogged up the toilet in the plane that I was supposed <laughs> to use and ended up getting sent back for maintenance. But <laughs> regardless, um, so give me your impression of, uh, of the Brewers' spring thus far. It's it's an interesting group. And when you have a group like this where you don't you come in not knowing how some of the pieces fit, then spring training becomes a little more important because you have to know who who's going to play third, who is going to play short. That's still a kind of a question mark. Orlando Arceus had a spring. Who's going to be your starting rotation? That's what the biggest questions are. So it, it's been there are some spring trainings where you're like, okay, we we know what the spots look like. Let's get to the season. It's not like that for this team. There's a lot of competition for for the bottom, say eight to ten spots on the roster. Um, Morrison is a guy that has been raking and just bombing down there. Said he doesn't want to go to the minors. He's a big leaguer. Uh, Craig Council said on my show he doesn't blame him. Eight out of nine years in the big leagues, and he's only a couple of years away from hitting 38 home runs. Uh, is that the guy that's going to be the uh, the last man on? I, I think at this point you almost have to, don't you? They the the fact also that the Brewers may not play another game in spring training if they. We were talking, Joe was mentioning... Yeah, John Heyman, for those that don't know, is getting rumblings in the Cactus League that uh, they are going to suspend the remainder of the Cactus League. Now, nothing has officially been announced by Major League Baseball, but you can only assume it's coming. Yeah, so if that that's the case, the Brewers have... My guess is few to none remaining in their, uh, you know, their games category. So if that's the case, I think Morrison has done enough. I think he's made his case where they have to squeeze him onto this roster. Now, the, the benefit for him... I think is you're carrying an extra guy. It's 26 roster spots this year, right? Because it used to be just about impossible to to carry that extra batter when you had 13 pitchers. 
But now if you're going 13 pitchers, 13 hitters, that extra spot you would assume would be a utility type. But if you got a slugging first baseman that could start for you, I think you you have to give I, that a yeah, shot. Yeah, I think you got to you got to bring him in. Um, now, obviously, with Eric Lauer not being ready for the beginning of the season, this actually though, think about it this way: if the season is pushed back, suddenly that changes things, yeah. right? Because then maybe Eric Lauer is ready for for the beginning of the season. I mean, I, you know, I, you you would think, yeah. But this, depending on what happens, but as of right now, Eric Lauer is not going to be ready for opening day. Uh, who then? Is it Freddie Peralta, who got a, knocked around a little bit yesterday, still had a high strikeout ratio, but still got knocked around? Or do you look at a guy like Corbin Burns, who has pitched well? Yeah, it's, uh, Burns is a, a guy for me that, that I think has the chance to take that jump, uh, just because I, it was such an awful 2019 for Burns, and he did so much in the offseason to make himself better. Uh, it, was, it was a total overhaul, right down to losing those trademark specs that he had. And the mental work that he was putting in with, uh, I, mean, you know, I don't know if you heard him go through this whole thing, but he it, it sounded like we were we were going to a sensei. We were talking about uh, visualization and and meditation and all mm-hmm. of it. Like he was very Eastern in how he was approaching the season. So I I am curious to know if that translates because if the 2019 problems were in Burns's head and those are gone. He could be a middle of the rotation guy today if right. that's the case. So that to me, Burns, I think, deserves the first crack. I did Freddie Peralta with the commitment they gave to him deserves some kind of crack soon too, but I think Burns is first. We switch over to the NFL real quick. The NFL saying it has no plans to move the start of the league year. They are still set for next Wednesday, March eighteenth, which I would assume they wouldn't because it's not like you're inviting fans in to do something. Right. Um my assumption is right now they're holding their breath to see what happens so they can whether or not they're going to continue come April for the actual NFL draft. But I know a lot of teams are calling their scouts back, saying travel is going to be limited. A lot of pro days are not going to go by the wayside. But for the most part, the NFL, this is contractual and business stuff. You're not shutting your business down. You're not, you know, if, if the if the season started tomorrow, they might have to say we're going to suspend a season for a little while. But uh, the NFL says it has no plans to move the start of their league year. So, But I wouldn't assume they would. That's I tell you, the NFL is in... It, the the total luck of the draw advantageous position of being nowhere near a season right now right uh, you know it's March and so basketball is the thing that takes the hits you know because this is March Madness and it's about to be opening day and baseball is going to be faced with a really tough decision right. I, the NFL is going to be honestly the NFL is going to be even higher I think in the news cycle now because there will be things happening everybody else will be in this holding pattern I think right. baseball no, no. too I I that I would agree with I think. Uh, the NFL, you're going to open up free agency. You're getting ready for the draft. Tom Brady is going to be suddenly become the story because there's really not much left to talk about, you know, because as soon as that domino falls, other dominoes are then expected to go. Uh, the Packers, obviously, bringing in a linebacker. I mean, they're trying to look at different players, so we're going to be talking a lot of Packers if there's nothing else going on. All, all it's going to be, I can see us coming in air going, no baseball yet, waiting to hear from Major League Baseball, waiting to hear from the NBA, waiting to hear from the NHL, waiting to hear from these leagues, trying to start their leagues back up. And then, oh, by the way, the Green Bay Packers are signing or letting guys go or other guys from the Packers are going elsewhere. I mean, that type of thing. You yeah, know what I mean? it's the, the, right now. And, and the Packers, as you know, we've seen it for years, are always a 12-month thing in they, Wisconsin. They reign supreme in Wisconsin. But they will literally dominate this now because my, my guess is you'll have your, your – 
virus-related updates day-to-day, but there's going to come a point where it's just a quarantine situation. The leagues are basically in a quarantine, right? Yeah. And if that's the case, that's probably two weeks of nothing. And and it's not going to be that there's an update. As you say, it'll just be, well, season's still suspended in the, in these different sports. So right. it's, it's going to be all packed. It'll be, to me, March might turn into August, uh, with the exception of playing preseason games, right. you'll be talking about positions, position battles, how the roster shapes up. It's kind of cool in, in the, for them in that aspect. Oh, absolutely. Uh, in, in that aspect of it, we're still hopefully going to get an NBA season. Uh, the NBA says uh, probably about April is what they're considering Excuse me, um, for getting them back together. But uh, whether or not they do it for a postseason or they do it for the remainder of the regular season, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but one of the things that I had stated... Uh, regarding baseball, specifically the Brewers. Um, when I was out in Arizona, you tell me if this was the same sentiment you got. I was talking. I talked to the Reds broadcasters. I talked to the Cubs broadcasters. Uh, I, I was I was talking to other broadcasters from other divisions. When they look at this division, there's not as much belief in the Cincinnati Reds, even from the Reds broadcasters, as many people would lead you to believe. And they also believe that the the, the Cardinals are old. They're getting old. I mean, they have some youth there, but they got five guys in that lineup that are over the age of 32. Right. So they're old, and they could fall off the table at any point in time. Everybody seems to believe this is really going to come down to a newly rejuvenated managerial aspect of the Cubs and the Brewers. Yeah. That they still believe it's the it's the Brewers and the Cubs and that the Reds and the Cardinals are going to be what-ifs or has-beens or, or nice tries. Uh, by the time it's all said and done, Do you, did you see the same way? Yeah, I think I think right now the the sort of the consensus is there are knocks against everybody in the division. You know, the Cubs have underperformed for a few years and had to make some changes. The Reds are a group with a lot of hope. They just haven't we haven't seen that group together yet, and that's that's part of it. And you're right about the Cardinals, perpetually dangerous. They've been dangerous every year, but but if there's a time where that drop off could happen for them, it's right now. They 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 are coming in a little weaker than they have been. So, it's a is an interesting time for a Brewers team that in the division of two or three years ago, I think wouldn't have had a chance. And now I think they do. I think yeah. in this current division, they have a shot. It's it's a lot of fun because, honestly, if someone, if one player makes an enormous difference, any of those four teams could jump. And Cincinnati's in that group, by the way. I love what they did this offseason. I love what they did. I just don't know if you go from 70-something wins to yeah. winning the division. Right. You know what I mean? You have to add Garrett Cole to do that. And, right. And they didn't do that. No, they didn't add Garrett. I mean, Sonny Gray was tremendous last year. Yeah. and They had the third-best uh, staff rotation in all of baseball. Yeah. But I just don't know if they've got enough. Right. You know? I think Moose is going to probably hit 32, 35 home runs, somewhere like that, mm-hmm. playing a great American. As soon as the weather gets warm there, you get – Back to back to back three game series at Great American. He's going to, I believe, barring injury, he's going to have a hell of a year. He's going to be huge. And they've got Suarez and they've got, you know, Joey Votto still around. And you've got the, these, who was the guy that came? There's a guy that came over from, from Japan who's at the top of that order. I mean, there are one through five or six or seven. It, it's, it is really tough. That lineup yeah. is super tough. They, they will, at the very least, they're going to make life super difficult on some people this year. If they don't contend for the division, they're going to upset a few apple cards. And they getting, again, uh, I had said this, that the broadcasters last year when I said, what was the biggest acquisition? Because they remember they, got, they picked up Puig and company, and they were trying to re and Sonny Gray, and they said, no, no, the biggest acquisition was 
Derek uh, um, Johnson, Johnson yeah. and Lee Tunnel. Uh, uh, Akiyama is the guy. Okay, and he's uh, he's top of the order. He's yeah, he's be top of the order. He's their uh, he's their center fielder. Any bats left? Yeah, on a shorter porch in left field in in Cincinnati. Not it's that fun. he's got this ton of power, but but then again, that cat's thirty one years old. Right, he's not a young guy. He's a little bit of experience. Uh, so how do you see this uh, division shaking out? I I still I, I have a hard time at this moment calling the Brewers the champions of the Central, but I don't know if I can pin myself down on the Central champ. So here's what I'll say. I think five games ends up separating the four teams. And, I, and I'll go – today you're asking for my prediction. I'll go in this order. Cubs, Brewers, Cardinals, Reds. But we're talking five games separating, separating them. them. Cubs, Brewers, Cardinals, Reds. So you, you're saying then the Cubs you believe are going to be for real? I mean, in that sense that that 86 wins might get it done. You know, like the, yeah. this year's Cubs team wouldn't have won last year's division or 2018. Yeah, I look at you, Darvish. Already has had some issues. Uh, John Lester coming off of a bad year did not look. And John Lester's getting old, right? You know, John Lester's getting old. If they lose Lester, if if Darvish doesn't have a solid year. Uh, Quintana doesn't give them what they're expecting, and let's say they're middle of the pack, and then they're right now contemplating what they're going to do with Chris Bryant. Could they trade Chris Bryant away if they get enough for him for that minor league system at the trade deadline? They may say, you know what, eh, we'll we'll call it a call it a season about halfway through. So you pound on them early enough, maybe the Cubs just go by the wayside. That's why that's why I want these games to be played. I mean, if it's safe enough, right? Because the Brewers actually have a chance to do that. They could start. Imagine if they sweep the Cubs to start the year. You could start a train rolling. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. You got to go. No. You want to stick stick around for another second? Sure, why Hang not? out for a little bit. I mean, yeah. you're here. Yeah, were you just passing by and just it had nothing to do? Or <laughs> no, I was. That was Joe's doing. Okay, that. I just wasn't sure. I I didn't if you know if you were coming in for something or uh, just all of a sudden you walk in the door. I'm like, yeah, I knew I was talking to you, but I didn't know if you were just like coming in or what was going on. As being a an executive producer, you got to be creative. So I thought, you know what? Not only let's have Kevin Holden on the show, let's have him in studio. Because why look, not? Because we didn't like bring in food or anything. You know, usually uh, you got something here. Well, and then and then last night when when everything broke, I went. I had to go back to the station. I was I worked during the day and then came back at night when when yeah. the NBA canceled the season. And Joe was nice enough to say, you know, you don't have to come down. And I'm like, yeah, I sent him that text late last well, night. I, you're in all Padres gear today and the Padres jersey and a Padres hat. And I thought maybe you just got off the plane or something. I'm thinking, what the hell, you know? I'm trying to pitch for the Padres. Well, well I was going to say, otherwise maybe one of the Padres pitchers came down with something and you're trying to make the rotation. Yeah, but Kevin Quacken bushes here. Yeah. Lefty. Yeah, uh, we're going to go ahead and have more with Quackenbush coming up here in just a couple of minutes. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We've got more right after this. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Don't forget about our friends over at Robert Hack Diamonds. If you're going to get out and about and you're maybe going to do a little bit of shopping, that might not be a bad way to go. Move around a little bit. Do your thing. Our friends at Robert Hack reminding you they have all kinds of uh, wonderful things. Plus, they pay the most cash for your gold. Check them out on Greenf- in Greenfield on the corner of 76th and Layton in Milwaukee and Port Washington and Green Tree Roads as well. Or go to roberthackdiamonds.com. If you're going to be out and about, 
And, uh, well, eventually sports will start taking place again. Otherwise, just go out and meet a few people and have a great time. Great for watching any sporting event or just a cozy atmosphere. That's the Social House, H-A-U-S, and that highly acclaimed cheese curd burger. Uh, and you don't forget on Sunday mornings, you go in and you have a Bloody Mary or a cocktail of any kind. They got a mix up for you. You get free pancakes. Check them out. Social House, West Lisbon Road in Menominee Falls. There you have it. Um, sitting in here uh, in the studio with our buddy uh, Kevin Holden from CBS 58. And uh, so anyway, uh, the Major League Baseball, John Heyman is saying that uh, people in the Grapefruit League saying that spring training is expected to be suspended. Uh, we'll wait and see if there's an announcement from Major League Baseball. But in the meantime, we are preparing for the Milwaukee Brewers in a few weeks. As I think it's two weeks from today would be the day that we would be sitting for an opening day broadcast. Oh, that's right. So um, as this team moves forward, and we're sitting here talking about uh, whether or not it's going to be the Brewers or the Cubs or whomever atop the division, what the philosophy that uh, I had had a chance to talk with David Stern and Craig Council, but the philosophy is they're going to you know they're telling everybody you're a part of the team. It doesn't matter who lines up on opening day and stands on the white stripe uh, that they're going to use a lot of guys. How much do you think, if any, that the new rules? will affect the Milwaukee Brewers because this is a team that has traditionally put the pedal to the metal come September because of all the call-ups and the way they use them. Yeah, there, there are some things that can affect how this team operates. You've seen their 2018, 2019, and all the good work that they did. I mean, 2018 comes to mind because of the bullpen and the usage of the bullpen and the fact that they Council had something that he liked in that bullpen, and he just he wrote it until the arms fell off. Right. That was uh, It was effective in the moment. But the uh, the three batter minimum may change that a little bit. You the three batter minimum changes. It's not just strategically. It's not just about left versus left and right versus right because that's that's the old thing is you don't want to take all that extra time for the new pitchers to warm up. But there are other effects of that, which is if you have a pitcher that comes into a game that's fairly close, but it's not the eighth or ninth inning, so it's not mm-hmm. closer time, and that pitcher's ineffective, you can't get him out of there. For three batters, right. and so you, th- there's going to be a little more emphasis made on these decisions made in the fifth, in the sixth, in the seventh, and uh, in the case of uh, someone like Council, they, especially as the year goes on, they'll have their starter go two innings, and then you're going to a lot of these different relievers. So, you know, no one needs to be really, really bad in that situation because you could you can do a lot of damage in a three batter stretch. The other thing that's going to play in their favor is the 26 spot in the this sort of utility focus that the Brewers have. And that's that, to me, is where this team's strength is, is that uh, they're, they're a collection of Swiss Army knives. Mm-hmm. You, know, you think you have a strategic advantage during the course of a game, and, oh, look, Council has five different dudes who can play at this position or this position or this other position. So he, I think he's got a lot to work with. They didn't go out and spend a ton of money, but they've got a lot to work with from a utility standpoint. Right. I uh, I. I... I said this was uh, the call-ups was the Brewers' rule. Uh, I just think that's extremely obvious to everybody that the way the Brewers have done things. Now, um, Craig Council says the call-ups are the Brewers' rule, but the way they're – he believes there's going to be a lot more offense because of the minimum three-batter rule. Do you see that in baseball? I could see that. They're trying to speed it up, and in essence, I think they're going to slow it down. Man, there's not enough people saying what you just said, which is – if there's a pitcher that's ineffective and they start nibbling at the corners for three batters, that's worse than having a new guy warm up, right? right. I mean, it's it's more time. Yep. I, it's 
it won't always be that way, but when it is, it's going to make it way worse. Like, that game is going to slow down to a crawl. Right. No, I see, I completely agree. I think that it's going to change the way um, the game is is played because we, we I still think Major League Baseball needs one guy in the booth that if there's a questionable call, give him a second, let him buzz the umpire, much like they do in college football, and just say, give me a second to look at this. And stop with this. Looking down the tunnel, standing at the top step, what you know, an umpire kind of taking his time. I, I think to me that's really kind of bothered the game more than anything. Yeah, they the idea of getting it right is is good, but the implementation hasn't been so good. So I'll take it one step further. I like the the idea of a guy there that if there's something questionable, he buzzes an ump and says, "Hey, can we look at this real quick?" You have someone that looks at it in the moment. There's a time limit on it, and at the end, you have your public address announcer. Or or an umpire, either one, tell the the audience and the people at home what happened. Because in, in the NFL, it's the thing they do better than anybody else. The referee right. turns the mic on and says, after further review, you know, it was not pass interference or whatever. They th- this is something that baseball needs because there's a secrecy to it, and that's the opposite of what you want. Right. Right. No, I, I that I completely agree. Yeah. And the fact that for a long time they wanted to protect the umpires from the booze and everything else, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's. It, that was always kind of crazy to me because everybody else could see it at home. You just couldn't see it in the stadium, and everybody at the stadiums now can see it. So it makes it somewhat easier. But um, the, uh, the the Brewers staff, I, I still think, is one of the better staffs top to bottom. They may not be as top-heavy. They may not have – but people are saying, well, they don't have an ace or a number two even. Who cares? You can win. It was – God, I can't remember the manager. He used to be the manager of uh, the Yankees, and then he went, went to the Orioles for a long time. Uh, he was in the Seinfeld. Um, God, he was in Seinfeld, too. I can't remember who it was. Uh, anyway, long story short, he said, give me a bunch of number threes. Threes and fours that are steady, that are going to pitch me consistent innings, five and six innings. I'll win a ton of ball games. Right? You don't have to have an ace. You don't have to have an ace and then everybody else. If you got a lot of threes and fours, you're going to win a lot of games. And I think that's what the Brewers are. Yeah, and they, they are that. And they're also a lot of a lot of guys that, that fall off of those top five. In other words... Once you name your five starters, you're going to have three or four more guys who could potentially be a starter. But if they're not, then they can pitch long, you know, an entire time through the order in relief. There is the thing where I think Council made his biggest difference is he made it hard on other teams when the games counted because Buck Showalter, Buck Showalter, Buck Showalter, who, by the way, has done some amazing work and hasn't gotten enough credit for it because he's left teams like the Diamondbacks who went on and did great things. Like he set the tone. He was the Yankees manager before the dynasty. He was the Diamondbacks manager before the World Series title. But he set the tone. You know, you know what I mean? Like that that's I think Buck Showalter deserves a ton of credit for what he's done. I no, I do too. He's he what he did with the Orioles when the Orioles didn't have a whole lot of talent was amazing. Right. You know? I mean and, and he had to deal with a crazy Steinbrenner at the end of his tenure, so to speak, uh, at the end of the, the, the Yankees' tenure. But, I no, I, I completely agree with you. Hey, uh, real quick before I let you go, and uh, that question is, we talked about the Reds a little bit. We talked about the Cubs. Uh, the Cardinals themselves, do, give me your thoughts because the Cardinals, I mean, Wainwright's still in the rotation at 38 years old. Right. Yadier Molina's 37 years old. They got a lot of older guys. At what point do you see this team falling off? I know you said you picked the Cardinals and the Reds kind of behind the Cubs. But how badly do you see, if at all, because you said a five-game separation between the top and the bottom, but the Cardinals, what, what scares you about the Cardinals, if anything? They, they have this ability to produce a Carlos Martinez every single year. That's that, the, 
perpetually the thing about the Cardinals that that makes me nervous is they will come out with a guy that you've not heard of before. Here is random pitcher Joe, and it's like, all yeah. right, what's up? And this guy's throwing ninety eight, and he's getting outs. You know, he's Jordan Hicks, or he's Carlos Martinez, or he's any one of a number of other guys that have come through the system. They produce pitchers better than anybody outside L.A., and that. That will always be a problem in a game where pitching is always poor, right? right? Pitching is pitching is missing for 29 of the teams in the league. But for the Cardinals who produce it well and the Dodgers who develop it and bring it in, they, those two pitch better than anybody. Badgers four seed? They, they should be a four seed. Marquette seven seed? Seven is a little high, I think. I've, I'm going to call them a nine. Really? Okay. Yeah, I, I just, this, this end... Bad. Yeah, they didn't have a, a great finish to the season. Yeah, I, and that's the only thing that people are going to now have as far as the uh, the final taste in their mouth, so to speak. And, then, and it makes me wonder if they, I mean, I don't know if they'll get to play in the, in the conference tournament, but if they play in the NCAA and go one and done, it's seven years without a tournament win. Yeah, You wonder when changes come. Yep. No, I, I said the exact same thing, but they just gave Wojo a five-year contract that's extension. Right. You know, That's a good point. So, I mean, I don't think you do it after year one of a contract extension. You'd probably give him at least another year. Yeah, you'd have to. But, it, I mean, this is – natives have got to start getting restless. No, hey, hey, if you're a Marquette fan and you're looking for tournament appearances and tournament depth – you know, I'm sure you're starting to scream to the mountaintops, but we'll wait and see. Good stuff, man. Appreciate you stopping by. Thanks, Bill. Always glad to to do this. And I'm telling you, right, I'm pretty useless right now, so, so this is fantastic. If we need, well, maybe I'll take some time off, and you can go ahead and fill in for me. Do that too. There you go. That's Kevin Holden from CBS 58. We got a lot more coming up right after this. Border to border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.